This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, Get Booked listeners. Welcome to The Hand Cell, a special weekly installment of Get Booked that's all about books that we just can't resist shouting about. This is Amanda Nelson, and today's Hand Cell is A Little Dancer by Brianna Hale. Before we get into it, let's hear from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Gallery Books. So Anna Green thought she was marrying Liam West for access to subsidized family housing while at UCLA, which is an interesting reason to marry someone, but you know, in this economy. So anyway, she signed divorce papers when the graduation caps were tossed and she thought she was done. At She wasn't. Three years later, Anna is a starving artist living paycheck to paycheck while West is a Stanford professor. Now he is part of a conglomerate. His family owns this mega grocery store chain. He's not interested in working for them, but he is interested in those greenbacks, honey, that come in the form of a $100 million inheritance. To get it, he has to be married for five years. That's where our girl Anna comes back into play. So the two will fake a marriage, but as he gets to know her and gets to appreciate the feisty, foul mouth, paint splattered girl that she is, he'll begin to wonder if the money is worth the love of his life. Pick up The Paradise Problem by Christina Lauren to find out if it is. And thanks again to Gallery Books for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Sourcebooks Landmark. So King Solomon says something very interesting to his son before he dies, and that is, quote, don't let the white man take the house, end quote. These, as I just mentioned, are King Solomon's last words to his son as he dies. Now, all four Solomon siblings must return to North Carolina to save the kingdom, their ancestral home, and 200 acres of land from a development company. Told in alternating viewpoints, Long After We Are Gone by Tara Shelton Harris is a searing portrait of the power of family and letting go of things that no longer serve you, exploring the burden of familial expectations, the detriment of miscommunication, and the lessons and legacies we pass on to our children. It's an explosive and emotional story of four siblings, each fighting their own personal battle, because who isn't, who return home in the wake of their father's death. Make sure to check out Long After We Are Gone by Tara Shelton Harris. And thanks again to Sourcebooks Landmark for sponsoring this episode. Okay, so I picked Little Dancer for this uh, because it's mid-April at the time of this recording, and this episode will go up in the early-ish parts of May, and we might still be under quarantine, if not across the whole country, but at least in, you know, parts of it. So I wanted to pick something that was like bubblegum for your brain (laughs) that would require very little mental labor to read, but that would still be fun. So Little Dancer by Brianna Hale is erotica. Like, I mean, it's romance, but it's 
mostly erotica, but the difference being that erotica doesn't necessarily require a happily ever after, and that often erotica is more about the physical relationship between the characters as opposed to the emotional or mental relationship, although it can be all of those things, and erotica can have a happy ending. So kind of, you know, a little bit of nuances, a little bit of hair splitting, but whatever. So this is about a woman named Abby, who is 20 years old, and she is a dancer. And she has some interesting personality quirks where she does not enjoy adult responsibility, which like who does? She does have a lot of interests that are seemingly immature for someone her age. She really likes teddy bears. She really likes, you know, dressing like a small child. (laughs) She wanted to be a ballerina her whole life and has made that happen. You know, she is a professional dancer. She still lives at home with her parents. She really likes to eat sugary cereal. Like she has a lot of things, a performative smallness, you know, um, of mind and spirit is happening. And so she is on stage auditioning for a part when the book opens and she misses a dance cue in front of the owner of the theater where she works. And she is afraid that like her career is over because he's a very domineering person. She gets summoned to his office and she's like, you know, worried that she's about to get fired. But what actually happens is that he has noticed these things in her that make him feel like they could have a particular kind of romantic relationship, which is BDSM centric. So he asks her, if she would be interested in that. And then they have this relationship where he wants her to call him daddy. <laughs> so if you have a, like, if that makes you squeamish, this is not the erotica for you or not the romance for you. Um, but they have that submissive dominant relationship. And it's, you know, complicated because he uh, is her boss and they neither of them want that to, you know, don't want those power dynamics to cross over into their working life. Um, in any way that's going to get her judged or questioned uh, as far as like her, you know, winning her parts based on her merit. And then she worries about how, you know, the outside world is going to perceive this relationship. And there is a scene, this is a bit of a spoiler. So if you were like very spoiler phobic, you know, skip this episode or fast forward. But there's a scene when her parents accidentally find out about what kind of relationship they have. And she explains it to her parents. And I found it to be so funny, (laughs) which is probably not what the author was going for. Like, it's a very tense and emotional scene when the when Rufus, his name is Rufus, which is just also hilarious. But when Rufus comes back around to her to her family's home after her parents realize what kind of relationship they have and they have to, like, defend themselves and their, like, feelings for each other to their parents. And it's so awkward and hilarious to me. I just why would you ever tell your parents? like that i don't know i don't know like maybe i'm old-fashioned i thought it was great and very entertaining and kind of like not to belittle somebody's you know relationship but a little bit silly i don't know i don't know it made me a little uncomfortable you could tell right by my voice that i was like oh what is happening here i would never talk to my mother about that (laughs) but maybe that's just me but it was still like such a super fun read very very steamy as you can imagine and I don't know if you're looking for like something light and candy-ish and something that you can read really quickly. I know a lot of us, especially right now, are having trouble sitting down and reading. So if you need something that will like, get you back into the swing of that, I think this is a good pick, especially if you like romance with the caveat that if you are made uncomfortable by BDSM situations or like dom submissive kind of power dynamics or if you just don't want to read about someone having to talk to their mom about it then this is probably not the book for you but i really enjoyed it so that's little dancer by brianna hale 
Thank you so much for listening. You can email us at getbooked@bookriot.com. Please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. It makes the show easier for other folks to find. You can find us on social media. I'm on Instagram at I'm Amanda Nelson. And you can find Jen on Twitter at Jen IRL. That's Jen with two N's. And on Instagram at I am Jen IRL. We'll see y'all next week.